Welcome back, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. TRB, the base is open, baby! I'm John. How are you? How's everybody doing? <laughs> James and Lacey with me, as always. Uh, we're going to have a little fun on this episode with a hypothetical. Think about Star Wars when George Lucas made the movie. Was he even thinking sequels? Was he planning ahead? Or did he just get lucky by not killing Darth Vader? Well, what if he killed Darth Vader, considering the rest of that movie pretty much tied with a bow and wraps things up nicely if you just leave it as itself. So we're going to have fun talking about what George Lucas would do if he killed Darth Vader and then wanted to make sequels because Star Wars made a gajillion dollars. So we're going to have some fun talking about that. Uh, guys, how's it going? It is, uh, we're in uh, February now. So we have um, a birthday month for, for Lacey. Uh, it is uh, February 4th. I can't believe it. We are in the thick we're of things here. back to this. Here. Yeah. <laughs> So how's it going? How are you doing? Every every year, John goes, it's Lacey's birthday. And I'm like, just don't tell people it's my birthday. And John's like, okay. Hey, guys, it's Lacey's birthday. <laughs> oh, I said it's your birthday month. I didn't say when your birthday. <laughs> anyway, um, no, it, it's I'm excited for this discussion because it was one of those things that you posed to us uh, off air. And I remember being like, I don't know if I can really come up with any options. And I was like, well, we could do this or this. Or this could happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, this could happen. And then you're like, oh, wait, I've come up with like four different scenarios. So I guess it yeah. does work out. But yeah. it's fun to just kind of like think like, what if? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Marvel's making a whole series about it. So yeah, I think the what if thing is is kind of in that, that, that category that like it's so much fun. Like maybe it's not that valuable, but it's fun uh, and it's, it's <laughs> interesting to listen to. So I, I really hope that you guys enjoy the episode, you know, whatever we come up with here. Yeah, I was thinking like, what you know thinking back to celebration and you know you meet new people whether it's on the show floor or at panels or at the bars or whatever and just sometimes you have those weird conversations like man did george lucas like plan that ahead was he just lucky and it kind of popped into my head like let's have that discussion now even though you know we're doing our podcast thing but sometimes mm-hmm. those are the types of chats that lead to fun things. And I, I'm going to approach it from even just a real life thing, like just like George Lucas's anxieties and, and all that stuff. So I, I think it's going to be a fun chat. Uh, and so we'll, yeah, we'll see what we come up with. We don't we don't plan. We don't uh, rehearse here. So it's live to tape. And, and hopefully, like like James said, you guys dig this. And then obviously let us know what you think. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, like the video and, and share it with a friend. Make sure you subscribe to the channel because... Uh, I'm not sure if we're there yet, but we, in time of recording this, we're very close to passing 6,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel, which, uh, you know, we're trying to grow that while also uh, uh, growing our audio platform. So do make sure you subscribe everywhere else if you haven't yet, because mm-hmm. two episodes a For week. my birthday, I would like 6,000 subscribers. When's your uh, birthday? Lacey, can, can we not bring up your birthday, <laughs> please? <laughs> like, it's enough. It's enough already. Okay, I'm giving you a hard time. Um <laughs> So before we get into um, Will of the Force, it's back, baby. Um, go to weirdbrothers.com. We partner with them, as a lot of you know by now. Pick up the Resistance Brew. That's our coffee. We were just It just confirmed via someone at the store that the store uh, supply sold out. But you can get it online, and uh, that's... What is the beauty of the internet, right? So go to uh, weirdbrothers.com, look up Resistance Brew. Boom, there you go. Pick your Maybe size. Maybe for my birthday, pick get your me thing, some. <laughs> buy some coffee, grind up your coffee, and uh, and away you go. And if you want to send a bag to Lacey for her birthday, 
now that we have kicked down the, the door that it is her birthday month, uh, that's that's what's going on. But yeah, pick up a bag because you're supporting a small business and, of course, supporting what we do. So wins all around. But uh, now we're going to get into, uh, I guess, more of uh, what ifs in mm-hmm. uh, Will of the Force, James. What's, uh, what's cooking? I fear nothing for all this as the Force wills it. Will the Force is great, John. Love doing it. Um, before we do get into it, um, I know we're doing a lot of before we get into the Will of the Force, but I got one more thing to add, and that's the fact that you can become a resistance officer, one of our patrons, uh, and you can do that uh, at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Um, one cool thing there specifically is if you join at the $5 major level and up, anything above that, you can start submitting topics for this very segment, Will of the Force, which we are actually going to, it's going to be pretty cool here in a second because um, you'll see what we're doing. Um, before we do that, I want to give a shout out to the Patreon generals and that those people are Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Michael Harrison, Michael Gaines, Jetta Rosewater, Bethany, Ro- uh, Russ Harbison, Kendall Gellner, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Jeff Connery, uh, Oliver Lewis, Dave Hornack, and Val Trenchkoff. Uh, so thank you guys very much for being generals and uh, patrons in general, because patron in general. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, since we haven't had a Will of the Force in a couple weeks now, um, we're going to go ahead and kind of double down on what we uh, normally do, which is pull a couple patron submissions. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and make all of these patron submissions. The first one coming from Commander Mark at Dekine Awakens. Uh, Mark wanted to know. Well, kind of. That's Vegas. it. That's the one. Uh, Mark wanted to know, <laughs> will anyone say I have a bad feeling about this? in the Mandalorian or other Disney plus series. Lacey, I'm starting with you on this one. What do you think? Yeah, I think they will. I think it's one of those phrases that's super funny and they haven't really used it yet. I don't think so. It's something they could throw in that star Wars fans will be like, like the Leo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like <laughs> um, that isn't like so obvious, especially in Obi-Wan and, and Cassian. And I think that this is a phrase they could use that John won't get mad about like, hello there. So, that's yeah that's true well what do you think john uh i well i think the mandalorian already did it i think um the did egg car- i think the oh. the egg said it right before the jaw was cut it in half it just didn't uh, say <laughs> i was actually gonna give a serious answer i was like didn't carl weathers say it and you just took it a different direction <laughs> <laughs> imagine the egg just being like i have a bad I feeling about this <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, sorry about the the egg humor. I know that people are sensitive about that. Um, I I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool if it did. I and I think Favreau likes um, and Filoni loves. Who doesn't love Star Wars Easter eggs more than Dave Filoni? So I I think I think <laughs> so they, much that John's like I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Favreau's like that's a deep cut, right? Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I think um, I think they will. I think so. And you know if. The more series they make, the more opportunities there are for it to happen. So I'm going to say, yeah. Well, Mark, I think... And I just thought that was such a clever and good question, too. Thanks, Mark. It is. Um, I'm going to say no, actually. Um, and womp, womp. Yeah, no, I know. Now, I, I think I think there's a technicality in here, which is like, or any other, like, will it ever happen? I mean, I guess it could probably happen. But I think here, when I took the question is, do you think they're going to continue the tradition of always having the phrase said in the show, like almost like they have to forcefully mm. put it in? And I think that they, I think that there are certain traditions that for whatever reason, 
they break like Wilhelm scream or uh, crawls and other things that you think like are fundamentally Star Wars, they they eventually like move away from them and, and create new traditions and stuff. And I think this could easily be something that somebody says, and eh, they do that in the movies. We're not the movies, you know, and just kind of brush it off. And, and if it doesn't happen in Mandalorian, then <clears> it <throat> means the tradition's already been broken and and now they don't and nobody else has to do it. It doesn't become this like pressure thing where they're writing in the line. So I think they'll break the tradition and just go without it. Um it's not super imperative. So you don't think the egg said it is what you're saying. I don't think the egg said Suga! it. No. Um moving on to the next one, we have uh, Commander Michael Harrell who wanted to know will Kenobi feature what could have been type flashbacks? Um now, uh, I'm curious, he says, I'm curious if Hayden and or Natalie could be portrayed as if the fall of the Jedi never happened. So we kind of get like a what if type of a flashback. Uh, John, you're going first on this one. What do you think? Um, so we're talking visions here more than flashback because flashback is looking back on something that happened. Um, Let me explain so- the fifth dimension to you, John. When there's two yes. possible realities. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, only because I think that, again, goes against the Jedi way, where you're trying to hope for things to happen the way they didn't, whereas the Jedi are all about accepting the reality and um, moving on from it. Um, you know, mourn them do not, miss them do not. So if they keep doing this uh, what, what what all fans think is going to be happening with Kenobi like i understand maybe he's got a, he's got some baggage but if you really go deep on this and keep digging at him and and carving away the jedi that is obi-wan kenobi i think that's dangerous and i think lucasfilm understands that at least i hope they do so i don't think so i don't think that's going to happen and i i zero chance you're seeing natalie portman show up in this so that's another thing lazy what do you think if you think Natalie I, Portman's showing up, you're zero percent right. I shouldn't <laughs> have said zero. <laughs> so the reason I'm torn on this question, which is a great question, Michael, by the mm-hmm. way, um, is because in the novelization of The Last Jedi, they start the whole book off with a what if scenario of Luke having a wife and thinking about what could have been if things went a different way. That's a good point. And I know that he's not necessarily a Jedi because he's given that up at this point and he's like on his island drinking green boob milk. But he still has this moment at the beginning of the book, which admittedly, when I read the book, I was very confused. I was like, wait, when did this happen? And then you realize it's not an actual memory or what is currently happening. It is a what if dream type thing. Mm -hmm. So... I'm torn because they've already done it, so they could do it. But I I don't know if Natalie will show up. Um, I just, I think it would be too heartbreaking for me to see, uh, uh, like, a what if, oh, everything's great and everything turned out wonderful because it's just, it's too much. I think that there's going to be flashbacks to what happened or conversations that Hayden and uh, Ewan had as their characters in the past, but I don't like, even we've talked about the clone Wars stuff. Like I could see them doing clone wars type stuff, but I can't see them doing a, what if I think that that would be too confusing for general audiences because I was confused as myself with the last Jedi novelization. So that's my answer. Mm. No. Mm. 
Um, for me on this, I I think I I'm gonna go with no because I don't think they will do it. But if they were to do it, I disagree with John in the sense that I think Natalie could return. Like I think if if they set up the scenario right, it it could work. Um, a lot of people go in that direction. She obviously came back to Marvel as well. She said, I'm never doing Marvel again. And now yeah, she's getting ready yeah, to be yeah, yeah. Thor, <laughs> you know. That check, though. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I think there's a possibility there. The way I see it is not uh, Obi-Wan envisioning this, but Anakin himself envisioning this because we know mm. that his character is generally pretty okay to the idea of like hallucinations and visions of her like in the comics and stuff so if he in his own meditation is thinking about her and she shows up he could be hayden in that vision and you could see and you would just have to assume because they're both older that this is kind of where he feels like if she was still alive these that would be the current age that they are um so I'm going to say mm. if possible I see that the way and not so much as how you uh, well, you didn't really phrase it that way. You said, "Will Kenobi the show feature a flashback?" So, um, so I think that's how it would probably happen. Um, but let's move on. Let's do the next one. Um, Major Ben Hatton wanted to know, Major Ben Hatton, uh, will they try to explain in the Obi Wan series how or why he didn't recognize R two or C three PO in A New Hope? Lacey. <laughs> Why why does Ben not know who his oldest friends are? Hey Ben, first of all great question. Um and great name. The uh, I feel like this is one of those questions that like I'm going to be like no, I think they're going to avoid this and then the first thing out of his mouth is going to be like, "Oh, I remember R2" like when the when the show happens. Yeah. Um I'm going to say no they won't. I think it's one of those things that when things don't perfectly line up, the last thing you want to do is shine a light on it. You just kind of breeze past it and hope people <clears throat> kind of mm-hmm. let it go. Suspension of disbelief. Like, just we'll ignore that thing. Um, so I'm going to say no. John, what do you think? Will this be specifically addressed? Yes. Ooh. Really? I thought you would have said the opposite. I think they feel they need to do this at times. Um and I think they may approach it where he just loses memories of things that happened due to trauma. And like he blacks Ooh, out or uses the force or uses meditation to try to eliminate some aspects of his life from his mind. You make uh, me think of Harry Potter where he like sucks the memories out of his mind, Dumbledore, and puts them into mm-hmm. that thing. Yeah, probably do it less with less uh, physical whimsy, but... I thought you were going to say magic. I was like, it's the same. Game. Yeah. No, I think he's going to use uh, the force uh, to, you know, with through heavy meditation to try to maybe like just eliminate those types of memories from his mind because maybe it was weighing on him too much. And, you know, maybe all the things he goes through and co- coping with that is a part of why he aged more aggressively than other people. I think we're going to get bits and pieces to explain all of that to help us come to terms with the fact of why it doesn't make sense. And, you know, the real reason is because George felt like he had to fan service, put R2 and 3PO in its prequels, which I disagree with as much as I loved seeing them. Um, But I think they'll do something, whether it's him doing it himself or uh, just, you know, sometimes with trauma in your life, you, you 
forget things that happen yeah and it could be that sort of thing so i think that's one way to do it and i think well however they approach it they'll do something of that nature um i don't think they will um i think i'm more on the page with Lacey that i i number one i don't really know that r2 or c3po i mean potentially c3po i guess um possibly right no because he's with Antilles at this point i don't know it's kind of tricky i just i i don't know that they're gonna really be involved in the show anyway so why why go that route now i know what you're saying john you're saying they're, they don't have to be there to address the situation but and I'm going to say something on uh, that I know we always yeah, moan you... and groan. Here we go. But in the from a certain point of view novel, a uh, book, they they address this. <laughs> and it was a weak thing, but I believe it was from the point of view of R2. And he was mad that Obi-Wan was ignoring him. And then yeah. on the ship, once they're on the Falcon... Obi-Wan gets a moment with R2 and he says, it's not time. Yeah. You have to understand. No. And he says, of course I remember you, old friend. No. Or something along this no. line. Now, no. yeah, we've talked a lot about <laughs> these writers and stuff and how they sometimes are putting in stuff no. that maybe doesn't match up. But <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that it at least that feels a little more Kenobi than the last Kenobi we got out of a, from a certain point of view book. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I would say that there's a good chance that someone in Canon has already said, this doesn't line up with this. Like if you're saying he's erasing memories, but then we have this other thing that says he clearly remembers him and makes it a point that he says he remembers him. Then we kind of have this weird issue. But again, I don't know who reigns Supreme and all those types of decisions. So John, you know, they don't, I'm not saying, they need to show up for that to occur here. I'm talking no, about in relation yeah. to yeah, his encounter with them in A New Hope when he looks at R2 dead on and says, I don't remember ever owning a droid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But he also technically kind of lied a little bit about who his dad was. Yeah, like I... you could still kind of have that little bit of like, I don't remember. And you're like, okay, but you do. Yeah, it's... Yes. I mean, he also says he doesn't ever remember owning a droid, and then like, it what is it is R four, R three, something like that. Doesn't he have like another one in Attack of the Clones that's very close to him or whatever? Need to work on my Schmodown stuff. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I so we're all kind of on, on different pages. Me and Lacey more so uh, than John on this particular one. Patreon mm-hmm. submission, uh, Commander Danny at Semperfy Danny. Uh, wanted to ask us a question though. Let's get to it. Uh, we have seen Luke Skywalker. Will we see a digitally de-aged Han Solo uh, and or uh, Leia Organa in The Mandalorian? So, uh, or any of the three spinoff series? So, is there a chance that they are going to de-age or somehow bring back a young Han Solo or Leia Organa in either The Mandalorian or maybe some of the closer spinoff series? Lacey? You're going first. What do you think? I am going to say no. I don't think they're going to have Han Solo show up unless it's Alden. Like, I don't see them de-aging Han Solo. I think it it just, I don't know, gets a little confusing. And then with Leia, I feel like it's too close to what they just did with the Rise of Skywalker and with Rogue One, and I think they just need to to give Leia a little room. They're going to let that character breathe a little bit before they bring her back in again. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, John, I think you were actually supposed to go first on this one, but um, but go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, you're not going to get Harrison Ford in to do it. Um, so they'd have to think of other clever ways to do it. Um, and they can do it without him, but um, I I don't see a need for... There's no need to bring Han and Leia into the, these stories as far as I understand it. Um, Luke was a little tougher because you had Grogu calling out to the Jedi and we know the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy is out there being a Jedi, doing mm-hmm. Jedi things. So that made more sense. <laughs> doing Jedi things. <laughs> uh, Han and Leia, yeah, I, I don't think that is necessary. Um, They're like having so a kid and and just being yeah they have a they have a nine-year-old yeah they're they're teaching him math and stuff right now so i don't uh and he's like i don't like math um no i I, yeah i don't i don't see it happening and um i don't think they do the olden thing because again you know that would be post harrison and i don't like the overlapping of don't cross the streams yeah so yeah, good <laughs> Ghostbuster reference. So yeah, You're I don't welcome. think so, and that uh, that's my answer. Yeah, I'd like to hear what um, what your thought on this, Danny, was. If you had like a good idea of like how they could maybe make it happen, because just on the surface, I'm gonna agree with both of them that I, I don't think it's gonna happen for very similar reasons. Um, I, I you know the only thing the the de aging Han Solo like you're not in Alden territory. You're you're in like you know, 40 year old Harrison Ford territory. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. you know, I get that. Um, but I think the big point here is that Luke was relevant to the story and and the series. And I think, you know, as much as we would all like to see some of these characters return, I think like there was something very specific about his return, uh, Luke, um, that had to do with, uh, you know, a lot, you know, John nails it with Jedi doing Jedi things, but also Mark <laughs> Hamill not being happy uh with his his stuff too that may or may not have played into it a little bit um and also too like i'm i don't know i'm i really wish they would talk more about this this is kind of a side note but i just don't know what's going on with that scene man i saw an i saw on something on youtube where they were talking about how mark hamill was not used in the scene and i'm just like clear it up guys clear it up i want to know what's going on here it is very uh so there's no yep. there's no reason for them not to tell us so i think yeah. we all kind of touched on this a bit in varying points that they, there's got to be something in the can somewhere that they're waiting to unleash i'm curious if yeah. it's an if it's an honorary thing like we didn't we didn't use mark hamill but come on we used his voices and stuff from the movie yeah and, that's yeah. i mean you're what you're looking at on screen is is mark hamill and we owe it to him to put him in the credits you know or something that's very possible yeah uh, yeah absolutely. and I, I just don't know if that's the case or not so we'll figure it out guys um but today is not the day unfortunately today is the day to talk about <laughs> darth vader dying <laughs> so yeah. john let's get into it oh. obi-wan once thought as you do oh oh no what if I die in A New Hope? That wouldn't be very good. Hey, all right. So we're going to do a discussion now. Did you make up this whole segment just so you could do that? Yeah, no, John, it's been a while, though. John's favorite Vader quote is good. Good. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good line. Um, uh, okay. 
So, yeah, Darth Vader famously spun out into space at the end of A New Hope, leaving his fate and status unknown, ambiguous at the end of Star Wars, as it was known back then. But what if George Lucas had killed his big bad villain? Because if you really think about Episode 4, which was just Star Wars in itself, uh, the rest of the movie wraps up rather nicely otherwise. They kill the bad mm-hmm. guys, they all get their medals, and Obi-Wan dies and says, the Luke, the, the Force will always be with you. And it, it really, if you watch that movie in it in a bubble and be like, hey, there's this movie that came out, watch it, people wouldn't be like, what happens next? They'd be like, oh, they beat them and it's over and yeah, they celebrate they won. it. Yeah. <laughs> so what would have happened if George Lucas killed Darth Vader? How would he proceed with Star Wars if he then decided to make sequels and had killed Darth Vader in A New Hope. That's what we're going for here. So let's just have a little fun hypothetical discussion talking about what would Star Wars sequels be like? What would George Lucas have have done if he did, in fact, kill Darth Vader and, and uh, didn't make the fortunate choice um, of letting him kind of spin off into space? So I, I just thought that would be kind of an interesting thing to do, especially with Darth Vader just being the focal point of that whole trilogy in the first six movies. He very easily could have just killed him. He could have had Han Solo shoot him. He could have had him blow up from the explosion. He could have had something happen with Luke. There was a lot of things that really could have happened where they killed Vader. He, he got lucky by not killing him because I don't think George Lucas knew whether he was going to make sequels or not. Um, he had no idea Star Wars was going to be that big success. So it, it was just one of those fortunate things. And there's a bunch of fortunate things that happened to George Lucas in making these movies that really led to things working out. Uh one of which, another one being like how he cast such a young actor for McDarmid uh, so that he could bring him back at the right age for the prequels, those sorts of things. And of course, a lot of things also went wrong, but I, I just thought this would be kind of a fun, interesting thing to do. And hopefully uh, you out there listening and watching uh, can get your brains jogging and, and what you think he would do. So my, my initial thoughts is that um, he would have to do something like that trope where, well, he actually wasn't the big boss and then he brings in the Palpatine character sooner and uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to being out there and overlooking everything from the shadows, uh, they'd have to kind of lure that character in and make him kind of the new presence, but probably make him almost more of Vadery, where he's more physical and uses the lightsaber or something like that. And But the, also, when you think about that, then you're erasing all the stuff, like the Luke and Vader moment with I'm your father. So there's yeah, a, yeah. Be a huge difference. But in terms of how he would replace Vader... That's where I'm starting, and so, uh, I'm going to get into my thoughts on you know the psyche of George Lucas later. But that's where I'm going to kick it off. I actually think that that you know Lacey mentioned earlier. She put some ideas. She was like, "Well, there's this and this and this," and I was like, "Yeah, I think those are better ideas." Because my initial thought is very similar to yours, John, in that there's precedent to this. George did do this in the prequels. He had a really great character, and he killed yes, him. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And what That's would have happened point. what yeah, would have happened right. is what played out is they said, Okay, well ultimately we know where the prequel's going. It's all about the Emperor and revealing himself. He's gonna be the major character in the third movie. So what did he do in the meantime? He just gave the Emperor another apprentice. And we probably would have gotten a second Sith Darth character. Um, that would have been the intermediate character of the second movie that was leading up to the real big boss. Now, that being said, 
I think that George Lucas probably would have been like, dang, I shouldn't have killed off Darth Vader, but I have this really good idea of, um, you know, a, a, a bad character being the father of Luke Skywalker. So I think, I think what we would have got is a dead Darth Vader and the new apprentice of Darth Sidious that comes in in the second movie would have been Anakin Skywalker. Interesting. It, it would have been his father, and they would have been able to play into the same thing, having played off of the mistake of not allowing the first guy to be the same person. They would have been like, okay, we're bringing in Anakin Skywalker, maybe a new Darth name or whatever, but then it maybe potentially would have played out very similarly, but but Darth Vader would have just existed in the bubble in the same way that Darth Maul existed in the bubble. And he really didn't have anything to do with the prequels as a whole. Um, so I, I, I don't know in reality how much would have changed, but I, I like that if you move away from the idea of the father and son, cause that got squashed. Um, then you start running into possibilities that Lacey brought up and, she, and now she can, she can go and run into some of those where it gets into like, okay, well now, now what, you know, yeah, that stuff yeah. never happened. So what does Luke do? Yeah. Which is cool. What do you think, Lacey? Every once in a while, like I'll see or read something or hear something and I'm like, oh yeah, the, that's why they made that decision or that's why they did that. And you just sang that Darth Maul thing and you were like, well, it's the guy and then he dies and then Palpatine was there all along. And I was like, wait, that happened in every trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah right. or like the other day it happened to me where i was like jj online. you don't understand star wars and he's like <laughs> <laughs> there's no other way to understand star wars that's star wars that's all that exists was always there it just reminds me the other day it's like i'm sure everybody has these moments you just feel dumb because you're like oh yep that makes sense and then like so, there's a a poster or something on on twitter for the skywalker saga and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, Ray's on the cover of this. Sky oh, yep, Skywalker Saga. Yeah. She takes the name. All right. Because <laughs> going into the Rise of Skywalker, right, a lot of us thought that it wasn't Ray. It was someone else, and then whatever. I digress. So anyway, Darth Vader dying. Yeah, so when you kind of posed this, John, I was thinking of like, okay, well, what would be the next step? The next step would be similar to what you guys said, which is, First of all, Star Wars has a villain problem. <laughs> second, of all, <laughs> second of all, that they would have to bring in someone else. There would have to be a second apprentice. Like, oh, but the real bad guy is duh, yeah. duh, duh, this guy. Like, that would have to be. the. Or it could be like, I mean, they've done this on so many TV shows and movies. It's like, he didn't really die. He somehow escaped. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did he die, John? That... Are we talking full on explosion <laughs> or... Somebody's saying, good thing that Darth Vader guy I, I just think, flew I off into space. <laughs> yeah, I think for the sake of the argument, he blew <laughs> up into stardust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dunzo. Okay. Like, clearly, clearly He's dead. dead, dead. Luke drops so, behind him, blasts his yeah. ship, and Explodes. then blows Luke, up the Death Star. He flies right by, gets missile lock, and blows him yeah. away. Yeah. Got it. All right. So, anyway... Uh, but then I got into like something probably a little bit more interesting to me anyway, which is that family dynamic, which would be that we don't know it yet, but Leia is Luke's sister. But the idea that what if one of them fell to the dark side and then worked with Palpatine through the rest of the series 
that then the last movie wouldn't be Luke versus Vader. It would be Luke versus Leia or Leia versus Luke. Um, those things always intrigued me when people brought up either fan art or, you know, fan fiction or something where that happened instead always intrigued me because I was like, man, that would be really cool if they had Leia fighting Luke at some point because she doesn't realize her powers. When, until, yeah. yeah, when Leia hears yeah. Luke say that news, she retracts from it. Right. Like she wants to reject it. Um, so it's cool because do you think like that's almost part of Lucas understanding how somebody might take that information and how it could turn like it was kind of oh it wasn't given naturally to Luke he probably took it worse but right. you know what I'm saying like um, he almost was like, okay with it at that point and had come to terms with it but when she heard it that you could easily make her someone who says like no you know the, this is all messed up my whole life and I could, used to be a right. princess and and it could be an intriguing story where Luke falls to the dark side and then Leia, who originally was like, no, I'm not getting involved, has to get involved. Oh, she yeah, has yeah. to step up. Um, but then there's all the other side that's really cool, too, where what if she, you know, something traumatic happens to her? Her Obviously, her planet explodes. Uh, so that drives her to the dark side. Did she that lose anybody? <laughs> Everybody, Every... John. <laughs> um, Sorry, Paul. But those uh, those two ideas are super interesting to me, only because yeah, that's cool. They we clearly see hints of both of those things, even in the Rise of Skywalker with the the Leia training scene where she's like, "No, I can't, I can't do this." Yeah. So I think those are easy things they could have explored if this didn't happen, if if Vader didn't survive. Yeah, I think especially you know considering he um you know had lee brackett right an empire and then she died and kazan came in and wrote it you know the fact that he had other writers i think would have helped him um mm -hmm. find his path but and, and if you think about the rest of a new hope you have obi-wan saying a young jedi named darth vader who was a pupil of mine before he turned evil uh mm -hmm. betrayed and murdered your father that's still there so as far mm -hmm. as we understand it vader killed luke's dad oh that's but, true yeah so you so but you know do you play the thing where obi-wan knew it was this other guy but why would he why would he yeah. need to say that why wouldn't he just say yeah it was that guy who you're gonna see in the next movie so whereas it, now he hides it a little bit yeah that, like, so so that gets a it. little that gets a little muddled but it, it could be you know an interesting thing where they pull a twist on us and they're like yeah he killed your father but you know there were a bunch of us who killed your father. Like it was like this whole, we all turned on him and I was, mm. I was the one who did the final blow. I'm the one who stuck the blade through his chest and I'm the new apprentice. And you know, if you thought Vader was bad then they could you know, kind of like a Knights angle. of Ren type scenario. Yeah. Or just like, I, you thought Vader was bad. I'm, I'm the one who's going to take over from Palpatine or something. Just introduce and then this Darth Maul returns again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. But, you know, you can't you, – I don't think – they wouldn't be able to do the father thing anymore. Um, which is, I would say, probably the central theme, which is – Yeah. Or, or well, like – I initially thought you're right that, that he does say he betrayed and murdered your father, so his father's dead. So that squashes my theory before, but it doesn't necessarily – because he could show up and be like, I'm your father. And he's like, but everyone told me Vader killed my father. And he's like, I mean, they could just write that away. You could be like, yeah, that's, I mean, that is true. That That's true. Actually, now that you mentioned that, maybe that could be a play, like this big twist. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they said Vader killed your father. Like, well, Obi Wan nope. killed your father. Don't remember. That was the line, right? Yeah. Right. So it's like, no, yeah, I mean, the original, yeah, the original line was Obi Wan killed your father. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. So, I mean, maybe there's there's a play there where it's like that was steaming around in, in uh, George's head for the second movie. And maybe Obi-Wan was the was this, like, we don't know his whole story kind of thing. Uh, but then down the line, uh, he decides that, you, it know, was, you know, maybe it's better that Vader that's, is that's this other interesting thing. What, what, that's kind of interesting what you said, because what if Obi-Wan wasn't lying? And what if he actually thought that's what happened, that this guy killed Anakin? Mm-hmm. But what really happened was they abducted him and lured him to the dark side. And Obi-Wan didn't know that. They thought, and he thought Anakin died or something. Yeah. Because he, cause he could, spoke to Vader be... one time and Vader was like, I killed that guy. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that tracks, mm. Sith-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so, yeah, He's like, that could be. Then you'll die, too. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you could have They'd Anakin... have to explain his name, though, because his name is Darth Father. <laughs> no, but he wouldn't be the father anymore. This other guy would. So, that, Vader, mm. yeah. Vader wouldn't be Anakin. That's so interesting. So, Vader wouldn't be the father, but his name would be Father. I mean, well, you're doing the, the Dutch thing, I mean... Yeah, I I'm I don't know how. Yeah. He's like I just always wanted to be a dad. I and honestly, I don't that that was proven that Lucas didn't even make that connection. Like it's just funny. Yeah, because just, just laugh cause at the joke, John. It's okay. <laughs> I know, but you're it. you're trying to really connect it, and it's just it's driving me. I'm nuts. not really. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I've lost my train of thought. There's so many well, options I, this thing could go. Well, you, you, we started to go down a path of like, would Obi or would George Lucas have written Obi Wan to be the bad guy? Like maybe in the second movie, the plan was that somebody shows up and reveals to Luke that Obi Wan was in fact the one that killed his father, and it wasn't Vader. And Vader, I don't know, you could have wrote, wrote a weird sob story for Vader too. They've been like, well, you're, you, yeah, Obi Wan killed your father vader and your father used to be really good friends and then you know or something i I don't know how they would Mm -hmm. play that like Mm -hmm. why did my dad's friend become like this oh the best (laughs) the bad type thing yeah or something or a brother i don't know but my my point is is like maybe there is something to the like obi-wan was the bad guy and then luke struggles with that for a while maybe obi-wan shows back up and he's like what the heck dude like, why did you do that? And he has to, like, explain, well, like, sometimes when you're a Jedi, you have to kill people for the righteous reason and stuff. And <clears> that <throat> just, like, messes tough. up his whole journey of, like, why he wanted to become a Jedi in the first <clears throat> place because he thought they were so noble. And it turns out Obi-Wan, the guy he trusted so much, is the one that killed his father. It's, like, messed up. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's Sports Center, sorry. <laughs> you been watching a lot of sports lately. You been doing that. ESPN thing. No, I did it for the for patrons, admirals, and generals who would get the joke. Uh, the Obi Wan things, I I think, n- not possible to do because Obi Wan helped Luke destroy the Death Star, and if he was part of the bad side, he wouldn't help him do that. He's saying that he did it in the old days. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah, 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 and that he's now the good guy, but he's done terrible things. Oh. Okay, I misinterpreted that. Okay, I'm, I mean, you, look, like at the end of the day, you could play it. You could play it any way you want. But I, I think what I was coming from is the potential that he's like, yeah, I, well, I didn't want to tell you, but your dad kind of sucked, and I had to kill him. 
<laughs> your dad kind of sucked. Imagine that being the line. That's your dad rough. Sucked. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if Straight dear up. Luke, that your dad kind of sucked. Like if a, a bunch of dudes from like just Jersey wrote Star Wars, they're like, bro, 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 or whatever. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me think of the uh, radar technician thing, dude. Oh, yeah. Matt sucks. Match Matt straight up sucks. Yeah. <laughs> straight up. Um, is that Bobby Moynihan that says yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Please come on the show. Bobby. <laughs> let's talk about that. Bobby. Yeah. It's yeah. Man, it's so tough. It I don't like he would have a hard time making this work if if he killed Vader. That's what it comes down to. Like I he think is we're coming so up with full- good ideas. Yeah, but if you think about what really happened. I mean, he so got. John's saying our ideas straight up suck. Yeah. Well, no. Do I do I, do I think George Lucas is better a better storyteller than uh, TRB? Yes. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but, I mean, I, you're right. Like that twist, that moment, everything. It's gone down as history. Is probably one of like the best films ever made. Because then there's like, no yeah, pre no argument. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to. Yeah. It, but it, it does make the me Anakin Skywalker story. It yeah. does make me mm-hmm. wonder that what the point of this discussion is if for whatever reason, dang it, I back myself into a corner. What does the guy who wrote the best movie, you know, or it didn't write, but you know what I mean, put put together the best movie ever then come up with you know he quits <laughs> he's like i'm done what yeah what's provocative about it is when they made star wars darth vader was just darth vader so all we this all, everything that we see on film and everything he says to obi-wan is literal and real and what obi-wan says about darth vader killing luke's father is real and that's what was all how the story was and then he decided to make him his father after so I do like the idea that if he did kill him, then Darth Vader is just Darth Vader. He's not this guy who was good and then turned bad. Mm-hmm. He's just this bad dude. And to think about that for just a moment in a vacuum is kind of interesting. He's then you Maul, just had this basically. really evil person. Or yeah. Moff Gideon, yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but even Maul like, had got redemption. Well, like, later. But I'm saying yeah. movie-wise, well, not, even later, movie-wise, he shows up. But... Um, Make Solo 2 happen. <laughs> yeah, Maul just shows up in every movie now. Yeah. That's the new that's the new special edition. It's just Maul continually showing Maul's up. Maul's Kenny yeah. from South Park. He just keeps popping up. Poe Dameron, yeah, like somehow like... Maul's returned. Like <laughs> again. <laughs> Leia's like always in the shadows from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning. They digitally no, replace she... Palpatine with Maul just hanging from the chair with his robot legs. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. say from the Dangling. beginning. She says, always in the shadows from episode one. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I it's, 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 it's a weird thing to think about because, you know, he just like, when you take him out, it erases, it's like the Back to the Future photo. It erases the prequels. It erases everything that happens after it. And then you have to think like, what would he have done? And then I start thinking about George Lucas and his like mentality uh, knowing that he had this juggernaut movie that he didn't think was going to do well, and then it does well, and he's like, "Well, I got to make a sequel. I want to tell more of the story." And I kind of had, uh, you know, an idea of what Luke Star Killer was going to do, and and all this stuff. And you'd have to think he'd be sitting there like, "Why did I freaking kill that guy? 
Oh, man! Why did I kill that guy? And why did I kill him so hard? Like, Darth Vader explodes into literal dust, and there's just no way to bring him back. Not yeah. even, like, Thanos. <laughs> well, I gotta, and he's just I gotta, like, what do you do? I got a question for you, John. Who who ultimately is making this decision right here? Is this a, a George Lucas, like, how am I going to bring him back? Or does he go, so we killed off Darth Vader in the last one. What are you going to do, uh, Larry? You know? <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah. So it's, is this, is George, this Lawrence like, Kasdan making the decision? No, because George wrote the story. And he wrote like the treatment and he knew where this, he wanted the story to go. And he knew he had to bring in Yoda or the Yoda character, which was called like Minch or something first, mm-hmm. because he, he needed a replacement for Obi-Wan and he didn't want it to be a human and all that stuff. So he had all those things in place. And then he just had someone who knew how to write dialogue better and write relationships better, write his script for him, which brilliant move. Uh, if, you sure. watch mm-hmm. the, if, you, if you watch Attack of the Clones. Thank you. That's <laughs> some rough dialogue by George Lucas in that movie. But it, it's, uh, yeah, who makes that According decision? According to him, you George. don't understand Star Wars, John. <laughs> According to George Lucas? He said that recently, yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. He was like, well, the dialogue, fa- it's supposed to a, be like he's that. He's very, and... yeah, he's still, I feel like he's still so jaded by that. The he's still holding prequels. on. <laughs> let go! George, Luc- let go. <laughs> George Lucas is giving talks, and he's like, yo, the fans straight up suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want George you Lucas to do a TED Talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know George could come out and and make it emphatically clear i am never coming back to direct star wars but you know he likes seeing fans say we want george we would love george to come back he probably likes seeing that of fans course after the way him. people mm-hmm. treated him yeah yeah sure so he, he could like i bet kathleen kennedy's like um george can you do us a solid and just like make a statement that you know you're you moved on and you're done he's like no He's like, hey, Katie, I'm going to need a latte. <laughs> it's like once we a week. Yeah, we do always see him with the Starbucks cup. Who's getting it? Kathleen Kennedy's the one getting it for She's him. She's like, um, it's Kathy. It's like once, once a her- week in her office, She, you see her on the phone. She's like, hey, George, I just wanted to check. No, oh, no, sorry. Nope. Okay. Yep. Just double checking. All right. Bye. Okay. <laughs> like, yep. it's like do you still have the chess thing. pieces? Yes. Okay. And then you know, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy goes to Starbucks and she's like waiting in line and they're like, latte for Connie. She's like, and <laughs> yeah. she, she sends her sister to go get the coffee. Who's the teacher? <laughs> her twin sister yeah. to go get George Lucas's coffee. Are you Kathleen Kennedy? I'm no, I'm Connie. I'm Connie. Right? Yeah. If I was <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, I would do that. If people recognize me in public, I'd be like, oh, I get that a lot. I'm actually Connie. I have nothing to do with Star Wars. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's really right. Kathleen Kennedy. She's like, thank God I have a twin <laughs> sister because I can use that move all the time. Like if you were famous and had a twin who wasn't famous, wouldn't you, you play that card all the time? Who have they parent trapped? That's what I want to know. I- <laughs> You've done it at least once yeah. if you're a twin. I- True. In a, in a weird thing, I was sitting there thinking, how could you, like if if you believe that that Kathy was playing that joke that she was pretending to be her sister. Where could you pin her? And I was like, probably a, a Star Wars movie premiere. Like, it, of course, it's going to be Kathy there, and not. And I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> she was there. Connie was there. Yeah. And I could imagine being like a fan coming up and being like Kathleen Kennedy, and she's like, actually, I'm Connie, and they're like, all right, rude. Like trying to yeah, lie to me, right. trying to right. lie to me right now. She's well, like, "No, I swear, I'm a twin, and it's my sister." They're like, "You're I a didn't jerk." Know. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't know she had a twin until not that long ago. So that Rise of Skywalker premiere. Yeah, yeah she it, showed up with her sister. If she if she pulled that, like a lot of people would probably just be like, "Wow, that's your that's what you just made up." Like, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. She parent traps George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah I don't know if I have anything else. Like it's it was a interesting hypothetical. I don't know if I have anything else on you know what they could have done. I think we touched on a lot of the points. Do you guys have anything else? We went on a tangent, which I thought was a beautiful <laughs> tangent. So no, no, I'm good. I I feel like you can wrap this up, John, if you want. Yeah, James, anything else? No, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I yeah, I think my my initial point just kind of stands. I think they would just play it off like the mall kind of thing. Like, yeah, he was who he is, and the next movie just has a different bad guy. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the reality of I, it. Yeah, I did end up liking that that idea that you know it, it could still be Anakin being the second one. Oh, actually here's here's another aspect of that they probably would have done that and then people would have been like not as good as darth vader pan and yeah. star wars just ends like they did a second movie was not as good failed and that was it it's done and then george does a uh, a serialized version for his to end it with like return of the jedi and it's like a straight to tv saturday matinee thing it's a holiday special yeah start yeah who knows that's true star wars could have been not good yeah interesting it's interesting to think about i mean glad it didn't happen but uh yeah so let us know what you think about the hypothetical situation what do you think that george lucas would have done what star wars would have failed like we just like james just pointed out uh would they have made obi-wan the bad guy would they have brought in anakin in a different way Drag your thoughts and uh, let us know in the comments. Hit How us does Jar Jar Binks RV. play into all this? That's true. We didn't bring that up. <laughs> we had, so we have to have the conversation again. I mean, everything we relies on Jar Jar Binks. Right. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think on that. And uh, hit us up on Twitter also at RBATSWNN. Uh, like uh, a bunch of you did just now. In uh, the next segment, we're going to get into here. Uh, so hopefully you brought your A-games um, in Resistance Transmissions. Lacey? All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. So every week on Twitter at RBATSWNN, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation. And you guys give your answers. And I don't know what the scenario is. I don't know what you answered. And we see how this goes. It's kind of chaotic, but I love it. (laughs) I woke up and chose chaos. All right. (laughs) So first, we have the scenario. Scenario is K2SO is a real actor and was informed he didn't land a part in hashtag Star Wars, hashtag Andor for hashtag Disney+. You don't have to say the hashtag. (laughs) I paste it from Twitter. (laughs) He needs to find work. What does K2 do to make ends meet until he can find his next acting gig? Is this about to be a porg scenario? I, I almost took it. I almost went back and took it verbatim, the copy from the last that one. Uh, what does K2 do to hashtag make ends meet, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. All right. First up is Riley Lennon Ness at Ness Art 94. Hi, Riley. Riley said, best criminal cross-examiner in the biz. Quote, I find that a- answer vague and unconvincing. <laughs> I, I think he'd be tough, yeah. yeah. I just watched Night Stalker on Netflix, and I agree. Like, I find the answer vague. He He's yeah, on, he gets a, a gig on uh, CSI Miami or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got sunglasses and, like, a Miami shirt, but, like, no <laughs> pants. 
<laughs> red hair. <laughs> And his catchphrase is "Shut up, you!" <laughs> like, <laughs> Every Thursday, yeah. eight PM. Is that show right. any good? Night Stalker, whatever. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so so. Is good. it a documentary or is it a fiction? It show? is. Oh, it is. It's a documentary about uh, the two detectives, and um, basically, almost two hundred days they spent trying to find a serial killer. Oh wow, interesting. Okay. It is in insane and it's like kind of like a time capsule of the 80s and like how things were back then oh so it's like wonder woman 1984 not at all (laughs) actually actually relevant (laughs) um all right so next is ot it's just a trash this is nick trash can hi nicks nick said k2so joined the droid rights movement for about five minutes then had to depart because l337 speeches got on his nerves so he detoured to coruscant to hit up the droid spa for an oil bath that feels so good that he'll just wait it out until his next work gig comes hey you gotta do what you gotta do Mm -hmm. i think we talked about this once on the show and i was like they would never get along k2 and l3 no oh it was like who's the sassiest or something yeah Yeah. next is jim corbett at jcorb3 tt83 Hey, Jim. Jim said he helps intergalactic space doctors break bad news to patients. <laughs> <laughs> and loved ones has a bedside manner droid. <laughs> the results are not good. <laughs> you got fired. You need to reread on that one. Oh, my God. All right. He helps intergalactic space doctors break bad news to patients. <laughs> And loved ones as a bedside manner droid. The results are not good. That he would be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that might be a hall of fame for me. That is clever. Congratulations, is Joey- you're dying of cancer. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you know when like Dwight tells Angela that Sprinkles is dead. Yes. He's like, how? And she's like, how do you look? Really dead. Really dead. <laughs> like just like no sympathy. <laughs> Next is uh joey sack at joey sack hey joey joey said he becomes a movie theater usher who shushes his movie talkers the only way he knows how quiet and there's a fresh one if you mouth off again yeah i'd hire him <laughs> next is frank grande at frank grande three thanks frank uh he said he becomes a walmart greeter k2so I'm welcoming you to the Walmart because the captain said I had to. <laughs> These are good. Next is Mark at Dekine Awakens. Duh underscore kind underscore awakens, a.k.a. Dekine Vacans. Big episode for Mark today. I know. Mark said, K2SO, Saw Guerrera, I didn't get the part in Andor. May I stay here with you until things turn around? Saw. Lies. Deception. <laughs> K2SO, no, I know Kathleen's Kennedy, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy announced I would be back, but it's not happening. Saw every day more lies. <laughs> K2SO, n- no, really. Saw Borgullet. <laughs> I would, hate Borgullet. Would Borgullet work on a droid? No, it would just make him, he'll be nah, like, what is so. it? Oh. Yeah. Next <clears throat> is Radio Rebellion at Radio Rebel Pod. What's up, guys? Uh, and they said, bagging groceries at a nearby supermarket, but gets fired because he dropped the bags as soon as he got into the car. 
that was all Ad- Alan Tudyk, by the way. Yeah. That, that drops part the where book he drops bag. the backpack. Yeah. The yeah. backpack, yeah. And last but not least is Alex Zukas at Zubaka. Hey, Alex. Alex said K2SO lands a gig replacing Maury from his daytime TV show, K2SO. There's a 97.6 chance that you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. This is good. I think Jim Corbett should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, really? He helps intergalactic space doctors break bad news to patients and loved ones. I think that was, that was very good. I think that was the best one here. Yeah, the best one of the show for sure. I vote for it. When when oh yeah when where are we at on the Hall of Fame? And we've this lost is track. Twenty twenty one, New Year. Yeah. New Year. I can't, I'm not voting that into the Hall of Fame. Sorry, Jim. Whoa, Jim. It's an elite company. I'm sorry. We have like five in the history of the show, 400 episodes. I wish we, right. yeah, I wish we had a better track so we could really like look at like, it. Like, you know, what? like the Yankees have retired like 30. You can't argue your lame point now. That's the, not what this is for. Like the Guys, Yankees... if you want to be on the show, make sure you follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. Make sure if you follow us there, uh, look for the scenario and then give your answers. And now I'm going to filibuster this episode until John can't get up. Uh, now back to you, John. So the Yankees retired like <laughs> oh 35 numbers of players. So like running out of numbers to give players because they, they give like good, really good players. They retire their number. And it's just, it's too are much. Are you trying to say the Yankees are so good that they've retired so many No, numbers? I'm saying they, they're too much with the ceremony and, and honoring numbers and stuff. And uh, we so can't So you are saying what Lazy just said. <laughs> no, that they're not too good, these players. They're, the Yankees are saying that they're, they're icons. No, I'm they're cutting not. this piece and putting it on social that John is saying that his players aren't as good as he says they are. They're not. You shouldn't retire their numbers, is all I'm going to say. Um, all right. Uh, th- but Jim, that was great. You were the best one uh, on this episode. I love that he you. wraps that up with, oh, Jim, you did a pretty good job. He did a great <laughs> job. Uh, elite job. Jim, I fought for you, Jim. Hall of Fame? No. <laughs> well, James James can vote. James I, can vote him. I, I don't want any part of this. Sucks. <laughs> Jim, James does up sucks. This is, this is exactly what we are. Lacey yeah. says one thing, I say the other, and James goes, I don't want to get involved. Yeah, That's, I yeah. I would, I'm not good with confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we want to thank everybody for uh, listening and watching, especially Jim. Yeah. Yeah, especially Jim. <laughs> Jim, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You can do that on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, Jim, make sure you go to StarWarsNewsNet.com <laughs> for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. And Jim, if you want to pick up a t-shirt, go to teespring.com slash stores slash resistance broadcast. Uh, we have a lot of stuff there, like this shirt makes a little too happen. Jim, I don't know what you have. Okay, I have a Mando Fan Show shirt on. Yeah, Jim, you can get a Mando Fan Show uh, Season 2 shirt. There's a lot of things that uh, you can get involved with there. And of course, like Lacey said before, uh, or James said before, I'm sorry, the Patreon to support us, go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast and uh, sign up because uh, we got a lot going on. We're we're going to be, we've been busy, but we are going to be doing the last Jedi documentary or documentary. Mm. Look at me. Commentary. <laughs> we're not doing a documentary in the last Jedi. We're doing a commentary in the last <laughs> Jedi, which is going to be our next one uh, for that page. In addition to all the other stuff we're doing there. So we appreciate everyone for your current support. And if you've been thinking about signing up, 
two bucks a month. Uh, 2021 is going to be a pretty interesting year, pretty big year. So we're really excited. So join us over there, support the pod and get uh, more content. And uh, I have to say our Discord server is pretty awesome. Pretty Always. damn awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, I think I covered everything, right, guys? I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, Johnny Hoey on Twitter, StarWarsNewsNet.com. Just like the movies podcast, if you like me talking about non-Star Wars stuff. Uh, Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. James Bainey. People can find me uh, online on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. And what on Tuesday you posted the Claudia Gray book discussion, right? Yeah, this Tuesday we did a spoiler uh, book discussion. Like, a, it's kind of it starts with a review, but eventually we get into the spoilers. Uh, if you're interested in it, um, I don't know how many people have read the book, so you might not want to check that out. But if you haven't, uh, if you don't plan to read the book at all, uh, but you still want to know what happened, we do uh, a special video that's called uh, "What Happened in uh, Into the Dark" by Claudia Gray. So you can get a spoiler-filled just synopsis, the story, the plot, what happened. No review, no um, you know, personal opinions on it. This is just this is the story. This is what happened, canon wise. Oh, and we are at the Resistance Broadcast on Instagram. Forgot to mention that. Yeah, just up there. Uh, all right, that'll do it. We hope everyone has a glorious, wonderful weekend, especially Jim. Jim, yeah. Hmm. Uh, what's our what's our word uh, of the day? Hmm. I don't know. We're just sitting here now. So just pick a word. All I can think is Jim Vitation. I don't know why that popped in my I don't want to put Jim out there, though. You know what I mean? No, yeah. How about Borgullet? There you go. Do you or do you not like Borgullet? Yeah. Do you like or do you you not like Borgullet? That works. All right. Enjoy your weekends. We'll see you Monday morning right here on TRB. See you around, kids.